for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Good everyone and welcome to today's Living Life. Have you noticed how Paul talks about his persecution a lot in his writings? How often he talks about suffering for the gospel and just, you know, suffering in general. It's almost like he's, you know, showing off, right? Now, I'm sure no one really thinks that, believes that. And, you know, at the same time, he kind of was. He kind of is showing off. Not in that prideful way that we would associate with showing off, but as a humble testimony, if that makes sense. Um, again, I was reminded of what Pastor Artie Kendall said, that greater the suffering, greater the anointing. And also, therefore, greater the anointing, greater the suffering. And I think Paul embodies this, you know, more than anyone I can imagine or, you know, that we know. Greater the suffering, greater the anointing. And this is what Paul was showing off. His suffering was like the proof of his anointing. That, you know, it's not just the proof, but even the validation of his calling. Yeah, so let's read the passage and then we'll continue. Second Timothy chapter 3, verses 10 through 17. You, however, know all about my teaching, my way of life, my purpose, faith, patience, love, endurance, persecutions, sufferings, what kinds of things happened to me in Antioch, Iconium, and Lystra, the persecutions I endured. Yet the Lord rescued me from all of them. In fact, everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted, while evildoers and imposers will go from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have become convinced of, because you know those from whom you learned it. And how from infancy you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. You know, dare I say that we could, we might be able to read Paul's words today, circa 2,000 years after they were written, and dare think that Paul is showing off about his suffering, about his persecution. You know, but I believe that to Paul's readers at the time, at his time, you know, barely anyone would have thought that. Because Paul's work for the gospel and subsequent persecution, beatings, imprisonment, and suffering were common knowledge. And it easily testified, you know, was testifiable by the scars that he bore on his body and his continued ministry with people even though he was behind bars. A lot of people, he received a lot of people when he was in prison, when he was behind bars, and I'm sure they saw the condition that he was in. So every time Paul brings up his persecution and suffering, it is a testimony and reminder of his full, the full breadth of his ministry. And I don't think that you can remove the phys physical suffering from Paul's ministry. They were like one and the same. 
Paul's physical scars and him writing about his suffering was actually his teaching and reminding the church what it takes to do God's will on earth and what it means to be ready to, for the master to use us for every good work, as we talked about two days ago. But you know, Paul was not persecuted and beaten and whipped because he attacked people and institution, he, and he was always kind of riling people up. That wasn't the point. Verse 12 says, Yes, and everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ will suffer persecution. But evil people and impostors will flourish. They will deceive others and will themselves be deceived. Deceived. So just trying to live a godly life led to and will lead to being persecuted, right? That kind of sounds depressing a little bit, right? But um, verses 14 to 17 makes it very clear that a godly life centers around the scripture and its teaching and learning that scripture. And notice how many times the words teach, taught, and scripture is used. I want you to highlight those words, underline or circle them. The scripture gives wisdom to receive the salvation that comes through Jesus Christ. The scripture teaches us what is true and wrong in our lives. The scripture corrects us. The scripture prepares and equips us to do every good work. It is central to a godly life. But a lot of people who say they know the scripture will try to deceive others against the scripture even as they themselves are deceived. They are trying to pass that deception on. Context shows us that remaining faithful to the truth of the scripture and suffering persecution goes hand in hand. To remain faithful in difficult times caused by difficult people, as we talked about yesterday, you know, this is not easy. In fact, we suffer for it. Standing for truth means opposing and confronting lies and deception. Confrontation means a head-on collision. Right? You meet head on. You cannot oppose anything while standing side by side. That just doesn't work. You're just going in the same direction. It means you are doing the same thing, facing the same direction. Yesterday, we talked about how with some difficult people, when the going gets tough, the tough may need to get away. In today's passage, to kind of continue this theme, as the going gets tough, the tough need to keep going to keep going and standing upon the truth and to stand for the truth consistently, continuously. Amen. Today, I would like you to do a couple of things. Firstly, to prayerfully, very solemnly and humbly think about whether there is any suffering in your life. And... Um, as you think about the suffering in your life, if it is connected to the gospel, the truth, and the scripture of God. And if it is, to take time today to solemnly give thanks to God because it means you are on the right path, like Paul. But there may also be others, you know, who are suffering through miscellaneous types of suffering or other things that you don't know if it's like related to the gospel, to the good news or missions or to the truth and the scripture of God. Yet and still rejoice because God is with you and he will give you courage to persevere, strength to persevere, and you will come out refined and strengthened by God. Your faith will be refined and strengthened by God. 
And third, if you do not think you have any suffering at the moment, um, still maybe be grateful, but also humbly pray because and ask, is it because you have been running away from suffering? You've been denying it, you've been avoiding it and doing your best to live without suffering because you may be denying God and His inheritance for you as we have been talking about and we'll continue to talk about the next couple of days. The suffering and the truth of God goes hand in hand and it is our testimony of standing on the truth. Amen. Let's pray. God, we thank you for your, for your word, Lord, and encouragement. And it's kind of strange to talk about encouragement as we talk about the guarantee of suffering, uh, the, the absoluteness even of suffering. Uh, but Lord, we thank you that it is your strength, that you are with us to help us persevere, O oh Lord, through all things, that all times we can be content because you are with us, that we can be strong because you are with us. And it is that proof of your strength in us and not ours, O oh Lord. Help us this day to grow as we think upon suffering, the suffering in our lives, past, present, maybe even the lack thereof, that we can be strengthened in you as we learn to depend on you and you alone, O oh God, as we stand upon your truth, as we live according to your truth. May you strengthen us for this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Oh uh -huh.